morning. So many thoughts buzzing around my head today. <laughs> hmm. What do I want to say first? Oh man. I think I've been wrestling with this concept of having dreams that are too big or believing that I have dreams that are too big almost like I feel like there's this societal expectation that you have to be famous first and then you'll gain success it's really weird so for example I'm starting to work on my second book now Um, I'm looking to hire my last editor The first book was actually through, like, a writing program, and I don't want to go through it again. I really appreciate that it taught me how to write a good book, but I think I wouldn't have done the pre-sale campaign the way they did, like, yeah. I'm just gonna do it my way this time, um, but I, there's, like, a lot of imposter syndrome there, and also just examining my career, and where I want to be and constantly going back and forth between feeling like I just need to gain more experience because I'm only 25 and also really not giving myself credit for the experience that I do have and trying to figure out you know what that looks like Man, I had, like, a more eloquent way to say everything I'm thinking before I hit record. But, you know, that's life. What else was I thinking? Um, hmm. I don't remember what I said yesterday, if I said this out loud or not. But I think... I'm also learning the difference between pushing through change and being in it in the moment. I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, I, I'm just on the journey to point B instead of recognizing that life is now. And even though things are hard because of all these changes, I need to figure out how to be present, even if it's uncomfortable. <laughs> because intellectualizing my feelings is a subtle way to avoid feeling them. Um, instead of being in them. So, (sighs) that's been interesting. Man, I had other things. Seriously, I did. Not that any of this is bad, or like, not enough. I don't know. excited for this book. I think it's interesting that I'm kind of just embracing my creative process instead of trying to plan. Um, Because I had this general idea that I wanted for like a queer um, D&D-esque book. Um, But I didn't know where to start and so I always brainstorm names first. I don't know why. I think I really like 
like my love language my top one is words of affirmation i've always been a wordsmith and i feel like there's a lot of power in a name and so i try and find names that mean certain things or are adjacent to certain things so that they carry a little bit more weight in my story and then i just start seeing different scenes and so i'm just writing them down as they come but they're really disconnected and disjointed and i don't know where they fall on the timeline and i've written a rough timeline of like a high level you know plot structure i just don't know how i want it to end which i know i don't need to know <laughs> and i from you know the process of my last book i know that it might look completely different than what i'm thinking now but at least i'm working to get it out of my head but that process is so interesting like this need to move forward but also accept that things are probably going to look a lot different than you imagined. I mean, the same goes for life, right? I think I'm really learning how to release that expectation and embrace <laughs> embrace the chaos a little bit and just accept that I have more control than I think I do in some areas and less control than I think in others. Like I can't control other people and I can't control what they think about me, their expectations, their behaviors, emotions, stuff like that. But I can control mine. And it's interesting learning to protect my own energy and trust myself, which I think I did talk in the last episode about. To stop thinking about how other people are going to think about either my life or my art and just sit and make it because it's important to me. I don't want to be on my deathbed and have the biggest regret that I, like, uh, what do I want to say? You know, when I was, I've, I've done research before on um, people working in hospice homes and collecting common regrets on people's deathbed. And the top one is regretting that they lived a life for other people instead of themselves. And I think I've just been keeping that thought front and center lately that I don't want to wake up in 20 years in a midlife crisis and I don't want to be on my deathbed wishing that I had done something different and listened to myself instead of other people. <sighs> Which is hard because we're conditioned to take in all this information and prioritize people's opinions and often prioritize other opinions over our own and not trust ourselves. Um, and that's frustrating because you have to learn then what do you want <laughs> i remember the first time i was learning that was actually in a therapy session right after i got of, out of my um abusive relationship and i was sitting on this couch and like looking at this woman with curly hair and i never knew a question could be so difficult when she just asked what what do you like because i kept talking about other people their expectations of me or you know ways I wasn't measuring up and when she asked me that question I didn't know how to answer and the next moment I was terrified when I realized that I couldn't like I knew that that wasn't okay with me um, it showed me how codependent I was on others both my ex-boyfriend and also my parents and just needing approval from everyone instead of 
taking the time and doing the hard work of listening to myself, sitting with myself, asking myself these questions. I think that's what led me to be so good at asking questions was that moment because I hadn't really been embracing them up until that point. I had just been going along with the flow. And I know lately people say that I ask really interesting questions that they don't really hear other people ask. So I feel like that's a superpower that I'm kind of trying to lean into, whether in my personal or my professional life. I just feel like over the last few years I've really been finding my voice because... I don't know, I feel like societally girls are conditioned to be meek and follow the rules and not have opinions that stray outside social norms, whether you're raised in the church and it has to do with that or just in general in society. And so, especially with writing books and stuff, or even this podcast, allowing myself to just show up and say what I'm thinking and allow other people to absorb it and do with it what they will. It's been a really interesting process and I'm really, really proud of myself. I actually had a therapy appointment yesterday and I had an incident with someone where I realized that we thought two very different ways about the world and their question about a specific thing um, really threw me. So I was talking to the therapist about feeling like some anxiety and anger and sadness about realizing that both this relationship and just life in general is throwing so much change at me all at once. And by the end of the therapy appointment, taking a step back, I realized I was really proud of how I handled it in the moment because I was true to myself. And I tried to say what was on my mind as it was coming up and I tried to communicate that I was overwhelmed and thrown and doing my best to manage um, stories that were coming up in my head that I knew probably weren't true, like this person didn't want a relationship with me anymore. Um, And then, you know, asking questions as they arised, especially if this person wanted a change because, you know, of society, like an external expected norm, or because this is what they wanted. Um, And it was interesting that they said it was based on a societal norm, because that's what I write about in my book. the importance of examining how these affect us and how we choose to live our lives and how maybe just doing things the way they've always been done isn't a good enough reason to do them. Anyways, I am losing a little bit of my uh, point. (laughs) Anyways... I hope you're able to start finding your your own voice and trusting your own desires and leaning into how you want your life to look outside of other people's opinions because that can be really hard. Uh, it's taken me years and I'm sure it'll continue 
to be a challenge, but it's interesting seeing the growth I've had from that first therapy appointment of not being able to even answer what I like and really being conflict averse and constantly looking for approval from authority figures to now owning my own thoughts and feelings and being able to convey them well. I'm, I'm really proud of myself. So, I do think with these podcast episodes, I want to try and start leaving you with questions because it's like my favorite thing to do in the whole world is help people be more curious about the world. So what can I ask? Do you trust yourself or are you looking for external validation with certain decisions in your life? Are you in the midst of trying to make a decision? And do you know the answer already, but you're not willing to run with it? How can you work on finding your voice? What do you want? Are there any relationships or situations in your life that you need to walk away from, but you've been too scared? And the inverse, are there any situations or people that you want to walk towards, but you've been too scared? Anyways. I'm on my second day after this booster shot, and I'm very tired. Uh, It's the holiday season, and I've been struggling to celebrate because... For the past, I don't know, since about 2016, I really have not been, I don't ascribe to Christianity, and so Christmas in general is a weird, funky time for me, but I do like to celebrate stuff like Yule, and I just, the last two years of the COVID pandemic, I just haven't had the energy to make life feel special during some of these holidays, and I noticed that. When my dad asked me, you know, oh, like, have you decorated at all? Or are you listening to any Christmas music or anything like that? And my answer was no. And then the conversation kind of ended because I didn't have a lot to contribute. But I bought a live wreath to put on my door. And it'll only be out for like a week this year. But it's arriving next Tuesday. And then I've been trying to listen to lo-fi Christmas music because I don't like listening to it with words right now just because that's a thing for me but trying to at least remember I feel like the holidays are at least a time marker and time just hasn't felt real lately so I hope that even if you have an estranged relationship with the winter holidays you're able to find ways to make it special and create new traditions that work for you. Anyways, this was a very tangential episode. (laughs) Uh, I hope you have a good day, and I'll be back soon.